0: Town. Hi,
1: Thomas. My name is Joanna Ampil, and uh, I play the role of Grisabella in Cats. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been working in the West End since early 90s, mm-hmm. and um, Cats is actually one of my dream roles, my dream shows. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the first time I watched it, what prompted me to watch it was the music of the mm-hmm. Jellicle Ball. Yeah. I didn't realize that the song Memory is actually in the show. And then um, when I heard it um, being sung... My eye had always been on Grizabella.
0: Okay, awesome. Um, So maybe we can have a bit more. What what is Cats? What's the musical?
1: Well, it is. It was. um, It opened in the '80s, but it's it's been so long running. It was one of the longest running musicals in the West End Mm -hmm. during its time, and it was also revolutionary in its time because the dance or the choreography of Cats was so iconic it became so iconic but it was so different and and so brave and um it was just something that you had never seen before and i guess that's what the, one of the reasons why it became such a hit and also it provides pure escapism to our audiences it basically the audience are probably quite curious as to what they're gonna see mm-hmm. basically they're there to be entertained they, they come in with an open mind most of them they're there to be entertained, to cry, to laugh, and to enjoy. It, it gives them that freedom, mm-hmm. um, and it allows them to to explore different emotions whilst watching the show. And I think that is the appeal of cats.
0: Okay. Is there a story behind the play?
1: Yes, it's yeah. it's basically the if if people are aware of this, it's the it's taken from the book of poems by uh, T. S. Eliot okay. called Practical Cats, mm-hmm. and um, and. It's, it's written a long time ago, but uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber and Cameron McIntosh decided to to uh, put up a musical about it. Mm-hmm. And it was such a risk at that time because people just had no idea what, what it was going to be like. And then it became a major hit. And, and I know it's it's to do also with the collaboration of geniuses, of Andrew Lloyd Webber, of Trevor Nunn. Um, and these are the top people, you know. Um, and, and, of course, the choreography of Gillian Lynn. Yeah. Um, and also it appeals to so many ages to a wide range of audiences like from three to 90 you know we ha- we get a lot of, of different ages in in the audience so um, that is the appeal of the show
0: I think I, I remember watching this a few, a few times when I was younger oh, yeah. yeah but it's been a long time since I'm seen it but I remember that it struck what struck me most was the different budgets of like uh, of different um, situations you put the cats in like you have a mm-hmm. train conductor you have a magician and, yes. and stuff like that so how does that all yeah. fit into a creative story?
1: It's basically introducing and showcasing each cat yeah. um, every number is a production number mm-hmm. and an amazing one at that basically they're showing off because they want to be the cat who's going to be reborn mm-hmm. that that time yes. so that's why they present themselves as you know something with something spectacular mm-hmm. and um so yeah that that is the story and they have this cat Risabella who is downtrodden who is um haggard tired exhausted and in the end she she kind of defeated everyone because she gets chosen and because the main moral i suppose is is the fact that if you you're defiant and if you're resilient and you have you have the will to live then you know then you get chosen
0: I'm sorry we just spoiled this there but <laughs> I no,
1: think but, it's
0: fine <laughs> I'm so
1: sorry but they don't know how she gets chosen ah, and go. they don't know mm-hmm. how she gets reborn okay. so there's so the where the excitement is yeah. yes absolutely
0: okay, cool. um, why don't we talk about your story about how you got involved with Broadway and, and how you got to this point
1: um, with the West End you mean oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, basically I was um, a teenager in in Manila Philippines I had just finished high school and then I heard about the auditions for uh, one of the biggest musicals at that time, which was Miss Saigon. Mm -hmm. I was successful in my audition, and they just flew me to London to play the lead role. You know, the rest is history, because I I did Miss Saigon, and then I moved on to another show, g Superstar. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I got Eponine and Les Miserables. I just got very, very lucky, I suppose. So, yeah, and and I I can't complain. It's been one hell of a ride. It's it's really quite... It's been amazing. So,
0: So, London... Um, show was doing um, auditions in Philippines specifically.
1: They, they did the auditions for Miss Saigon yeah. there okay. but then the rest of my audition would be in London, London yeah. after okay, that cool.
0: yeah. and and how did you get the role of, of Grisabella? Grisabella?
1: Yeah. well I heard about um, the production being staged again uh, mm-hmm. for, for first of all the UK tour the U- UK and Europe tour yeah. so I prompted my agent and I told him that this is one of my dream roles and I would love to audition for it okay. and um, he got me an audition I was in Manila at that time doing some projects and i to London mm-hmm. from Manila, with no guarantees that I was going to get it, and lo and behold, you know, I they offered me the part, which was very lucky, and you know, it's it's um, and I'm still here, and I'm 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 doing now the world tour of it. Yeah.
0: So, well, what makes it your dream role? Is it something that perhaps touched you when you were much younger? Or? Yes.
1: yes, I watched it when I was 17, okay. and as i said earlier it was the music of the jellicle ball that, that got me to to watch the show mm-hmm. and then um i saw the story of grisabella and i thought peop- so many people can relate to that mm-hmm. um and it's something that I-, I love drama i love those kinds of roles where you're a victim or you're downtrodden and I-, mm-hmm. I i like playing those roles and of course i love the song memory yeah. so to be able to sing that every night is quite a treat okay
0: cool uh, when you got the role for Cats, I imagine there must have been some perhaps special training as well to, to maybe perhaps how yeah. to act like a cat, yes, right? Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, you know, funnily enough, I'm allergic to cats. Oh, no. <laughs> so I don't, I don't have a cat to watch, but I there's so many um youtube clips that you can you can now Mm -hmm. watch just to study how they move what it's like to be feline um so yeah and we did a lot of improvisations during rehearsals Mm -hmm. just to uh get ourselves comfortable with our bodies and with each other as well so um we would roam around and um uh because cats are very sensual so it's a lot of touching it's Mm -hmm. a lot of uh, preening and so so that's what we did um So by the time we got on stage, we were completely, un- you know, we're not inhibited anymore. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I can just imagine that the, the role of uh, choreographing, like how to be a cat trainer and how to teach people to act like cats <laughs> must be an interesting role, right?
1: <laughs> well, it's the director who, who okay. would, who would um, teach us that, right. uh, would ask us to just just go around and experiment and, yeah. you know, and she would give us the freedom to do that. Okay. Um, it's not like it's a set thing. Yeah. So you kind of discover that for yourself. And as, as the show progresses, you kind of add a little bit more movement yeah. you kind of you know um, use your paw to wipe your nose or your ears yeah. or whatever you become more cat like as you as the contract you know goes on and um, so it becomes easier and sometimes as soon as you get on that costume put on that costume it's already there it's automatic that you know you become feline like i think that's a good
0: uh, nice segue as well to talk about the, the costuming mm-hmm. in cats as well it's always been very impressive how they transform yes. you know just regular humans into people that look like cats mm-hmm.
1: yes the costumes are amazing the they're right, they're unforgiving <laughs> but they they are amazing to you you just feel so agile wearing them mm-hmm. and um but you kind of you kind of have to make sure that you're not too full when you're wearing it because it's so tight. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's it's I, I love the costume. But I get to wear as Grisabela. I in the beginning I'm in the beginning of the show, so I get to dance the the start, you know, the the opening number. And then after that, I do a quick change into my Grisabela outfit, yeah. which where she wears a fur coat and everything, fake fur uh, fur coat. Um, so yeah, it's 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 quite wonderful because the first time I did the role, it was a different look. It it was the older look of, of Grizabella, whereas this time it's more of the faded glamour look
0: yeah. so this might be something new for me as well actually. yeah it's, it's,
1: it's funny because even my characterization kind of changed a little bit when I changed in, when I changed my costume so um, so yeah I, I love experimenting and I love um, introducing new ideas into my character so that was nice and it gave me a, a fresh fresher approach to the character when I came back to the show.
0: Cool. Um, perhaps um, before we wrap up this interview, for someone who's never seen the play before, and, and perhaps, what's one thing that they could look forward to? What's one of your favorite scenes? Maybe not yourself, but maybe mm-hmm. your, your favorite cat in the play and describe what they are.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, my favorite cat is Kimball Shanks. He's okay. a train cat. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically he's in charge of the train, yeah. um, making sure everything is organized. Mm-hmm. Um, he's my the, I love the number because they create... A train set, yeah. <laughs> um, with whatever they have in the junkyard. Right. So, um, that's, that's such a wonderful production number. Um, what do they look for? What can they look forward to? The show provides pure escapism, yeah. which is really quite wonderful because as soon as you enter the auditorium, you already feel like you're in this world that you're unfamiliar with and it's a junkyard. It's basically trespassing a world that it's quite alien so when the cats come on come on stage it's like they don't know who why these human beings are there so we give that to the audience you know it's like okay if you're gonna stay there you better behave and do you know our story you better listen to our story it's kind of, it's kind of imposing right. but it's such an exciting you know it's such an exciting show and it's so special and I think this is one of the reasons why it's still it's still being um watched to this day and uh, pe- pe- we have a lot of, of uh, fans who come to the show. Trust us, cats. <laughs> oh, you know, really? Yeah. I don't oh yeah. I've never seen that. Yeah, right. yeah. They, we have a lot of them, uh, and they just love the show. They're obsessed with it, and, okay. and they travel from one city to another just to watch it. Okay.
0: Awesome. So yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of things to look forward to. Of course, not just the train cats and mm-hmm. the shacks, but there's oh, yeah. many others in the play as well. Oh
1: yeah, a lot. We've got we've <laughs> got um, teaser and Mungo Cherry yeah. who are they have a fantastic number. They're yeah. like almost like acros because they uh, do cartwheels and stuff. And we've got a lot of of different were so skilled yeah. and they, they, they show off so everything is quite a number you know yeah. quite a production number right.
0: well awesome well thank you very much for joining me thank today thank you Thomas um, the show dates are from the January 6th to February 11th tickets available at Hong Kong Ticketing and once again thank you for joining me and having this chat with
1: thank you. you so much for having me